to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. We're still chugging, we're still going. How are you feeling, Jade Sarson? Oh, is that me? That, um, that is you. I mean, uh, that's who I'm supposed to be playing, right? Um, you've, you've had two Jades on here before, is that right? We have, yeah. Yeah, there was the first one, and then, you know, uh, there was uh, Earth. Earth 2, Jade Sarson. She seemed nice. She, she, she was nice. Only difference was the blinking, which is, you know, hmm. I could see past well, that. Well, what happened to her? Why did you get rid of her? Uh, I met her in real life, actually. Um, we ended up having a meet, and she blank once, and I threw her in the river. Oh. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. It, it doesn't oh, sound geez. as unnerving when she says it, but then it turns out it is actually horrible to watch. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, luckily, I don't blink sideways. I, I blink normally. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. We all do on Earth 3. Oh, you're, you're Earth 3, Jade? Oh. Yeah, hi. Hey, how you doing? I like there's some chronology to this. Yeah, it's it's very coincidental that we're just going like one, two, and, well, now three. I mean, uh, I, I Just I wondering, though, what is blinking normally on Earth 3? Well, blinking, you know, where you teleport around... Like we don't teleport around sideways, we teleport forwards and backwards. That's that's how you do it here on. Oh, Earth that's some like three dimensional blinking. I mean, that's better, quite frankly. But I am worried that if I do meet you in person and you do um, end up freaking me out, that you'll just blink out of this river that I throw you in. Well, that's going to be a problem. It's a good thing we don't live in the same building, eh? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So welcome back, Jade Sarson comics creator at thermit.co.uk making all kinds of crazy comics mm-hmm. i'm very happy to have you back as well as josh randall yep comics fan <laughs> how you how yep. you doing josh that's not my passport that's not my passport <laughs> uh yeah feeling fine Re- eager you're very eager to get back to it to, to flex yeah. those creative muscles well, well after stone and muller from last week's episode i've got the mm. uh, that that creative bug has been itching away yeah, Stone and Muller was an experience. Like, I'd say it's the greatest challenge we've ever faced, but um, that, that goes without saying, really. I'm, I'm, I'm quite proud with what we did with what we had, though. Oh, yeah, you guys achieved something quite, quite incredible. I mean, I had a listen back before I decided to come on, and uh, I want to read that comic, especially that double wedding ending. That sounds incredible. I knew you were going to mention the double <laughs> wedding, Jade. Like, you, you can't keep away from it. I can't. I don't think any of us can. I think if we did end up creating that comic in like one of the various alternate universes that we grab these other jades from, that would be our driving force. We'd be writing towards that goal. Hmm. But speaking of, sorry, getting not being able to let go of something, there was a character mm-hmm. last week that we mentioned called Cherry Picker Johnson who has not <laughs> left. He has not left my mind <laughs> between this episode and last episode. Uh, I think. Are you, are you in love with Cherry Picker Johnson? Are you in love with the idea of Cherry Picker Johnson? Like what? What? I say the name, and what do you think? When I think of Cherry Picker Johnson, I think of a hero who has some sort of extendable arms, but <laughs> only like to obviously a certain point. Um, yeah, you know. But do they end up like drooping at a certain point as well? Like if they go out too far, they they, they are structurally perfect. They are, uh, they're only perfect in, you know, in the presence of cherries. The, the problem is that he, he, has to, he has to have his uh, feet nailed into the ground in order to use his ability. Mm. Of course. That's health and safety. Which uh, brings into his superhero origin. 
Um, um, Josh has gone freelance, like BBRPing right now. We we didn't condone this. Me and Jade, <laughs> like, we had no idea about this. You're, you're just going off on one now. Um, speak for yourself. I just had the greatest idea about their sexual history. They are the cherry picker. They are the one who breaks you in. Oh, Jesus. Is that a different kind of extendable? Uh, <laughs> oh, mm, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, dear. We made a sex joke. But but to go for the safe for work option, I'd like to go back to Cherry Picker Johnson's uh, tragic backstory where he was unable to save his mother because his, his <laughs> arms couldn't extend out far enough. Oh, my God. Going straight for the mother. Yeah, going... <laughs> so like Stuffing he's all like right in the fridge help and like they're both reaching out but obviously like, he can only reach out so far because his feet are nailed to the ground yeah that's terrible josh this, this, like I, why would you i was thinking of like oh, like a gwen stacy spider-man kind of thing <gasps> oh why would God. you want that why would you want that for any comic book character ever ever again i felt as though oh Trey my... Picker johnson really needed that tragic backstory Gee, Josh. He, he's I... just far too jolly otherwise. <laughs> with, a, with a name like Cherry Picker Johnson. <laughs> his name is Cherry Picker Johnson. Like, you don't want to give him, like, oh, his family's been murdered by cherries and now he's got to pick them all using wait, extendable wait, arms. Wait, like, you can't. Hold on. You know, cherry pickers don't pick cherries. Yeah, but it's a name thing. We, we, oh. we kind of have to focus on the name. Oh, okay. I'd it's... also like to point out that Johnson makes a perfect. Sexual innuendo as well. Just, Jade, just oh. sorry. Jade, get your mind out of the gutter. I'm sorry, we're all very depraved on Earth Three. Clearly, look, I know your book, for the love of God, Marie, is an adult-oriented book, but you gotta. I, I'm not going to say this is a family podcast, but we should probably shoot for the second idea here instead of the first, if you know okay, what I mean. Okay, okay, I'll reel it in. Lot like a cherry picker. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you reeling in? Josh, yep. what the heck have you been reading to really stoke that horrific imagination of yours? What's been on your uh, in your hands and what's been blasting into your eyes? Well, actually, the, the, the perfect kind of comic, actually, this week. Um, I'm reading Chip Zdarsky and, ooh, I want to say Kagan or Kagan McLeod's Captara. Oh, what's the skinny? It's a comedy kind of science fiction uh, book. Hmm. But the main reason is, not really spoilers, but towards the end there is a large double page spread concerning a large amount of villains who seem to have been, like some kind of random prompt has given birth to these real heroes. Oh, hey! I, I know some guys like that. Yeah. So it's kind of been stoking my uh, creative fires. Uh, hmm. Let's see, we've got a uh, Greased Master, uh, who's impossible to hold on to. Oh. But it's also impossible for him to hold on to you. Dude. <laughs> Dude, like that. We could have used with that. We could have used with that. This isn't going to be what your prompt is for this week, is it? It's not going to be grease based, is it? God, I hope not. <laughs> well, Wrap it not up. anymore. Jesus. That chip guy, he's pretty. He's pretty on the ball, isn't he? He's quite famous on Earth 3. Maybe, maybe if he's a, a nice listener to our podcast, he can just give us a tweet at bbr <laughs> underscore podcast, and you know, let, maybe <sighs> our people chilling. can talk to his people. We, let's make that happen. Call me. Okay. I, I'm, I'm making the phone hand, but I. Uh, I think I'd better stop you embarrassing yourself. Uh, are you done talking about uh, Captara? Shall I tell you what I've been reading? Go ahead. Treat so yourself. So I've been. Uh, Talk about manga for the past two episodes, so I thought this week I'd talk about a webcomic I've been reading. Whoa. Oh, delightful. 
Uh, it's very young still. It's only got about four chapters at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. But it's available on Topastic. It's called Long Exposure. Um, and mm. I really love that it's illustrated by um, an animator. Their pseudonym is Mars. There's there's no full name available, so that's all I have to go on. Just M-A-R-S, like the planet. Yeah. But okay. uh, you, you can really tell it's done by an animator because the characters are so expressive and energetic and the artwork animated is, yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> um the artwork kind of reminds me of as as if they'd worked on kind of storyboards but then just put a little bit more kind of effort and detail into them you know more polished storyboards yeah. um mm. it's all in grayscale but the story is about um a bully and a nerd uh and they both find themselves at a sort of abandoned research center in the woods, uh, and they end up coming away with superpowers. Oh. Um, and the way the superpowers are illustrated is by splashes of color in this grayscale comic. Ooh, oh, nice. Mm. So that's what kind of draws me to it. Um, also, it's very gay, like way gay. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Ah. Back to the first idea again, Jade. <laughs> Tuts. So yeah, um, that's what I've been reading. It's it's energetic, gay, and colourful in just the right places. Beautiful. Nice. I'm I'm actually kind of interested about that because uh, the whole like animator as comic dynamic tends to work pretty well. Mm. Um, like you said, they sort of have that idea of not just anatomy, but how to break that and make it super expressive and really um, entertaining to look at. I guess to yeah. on the pu- purest base level. Speaking of romance, I've been reading. What many might consider a uh, a shoujo classic. Again, it's it's a manga. Uh, it's my love story, written by Kazune Kawahara and illustrated by Aruko. And by God, it is it gets you straight, as the kids say, in them feels. So the 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 blurb. Uh, it's about a guy in high school called Takio. Uh, he's not incredibly popular but he's like a mountain of a man he's like six foot six tall uh with a less than handsome face shall we say but he's he's super strong real sporty he's he's just this this massive dude oh he's a precious Um, sweet boy (laughs) i'm i'm getting to that jade spoilers for the blurb um anyway he ends up saving a girl from a groper on a train and of course, this girl is pretty, pretty tiny compared to his his stature, and uh, he ends up falling in love with this girl naturally. But it turns out she's kind of falling in love with him, despite him never really having that kind of popularity with the ladies. And it blossoms into this wonderful, innocent uh, high school relationship romance. And it's, I say, it's all delicate and cute and whatnot, but. Um, you'll you'll back me up on this, Jade. There's always that um, that undercurrent of sort of not so typical kind of almost pervy at times. Like, uh, the, did you, did the, you say pervy? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I mean, oh. it's it's hard to describe my love less, story. Sh- shall we say less than innocent? Yes, like it's a shoujo, so like it has all the trappings. It's sparkly. It's got delicate line work, but then. Takeo pulls the weirdest, grossest, most hilarious yeah. expressions I've ever seen on a shonen um, shoujo hero. Sorry, and and Yamato, uh, Yamato, the uh, the heroine, the the love interest. She's this like fully fleshed out 
uh, lady character too, which is, I'm, I'm bragging about it in a shoujo manga, but like, she's actually kind of interesting because she, like I said, she's, she's not as innocent as you might make out. She's like, oh, I like it when Takio touches me. I, I, I've been wanting to hold his hand for a long time. Yeah, she just, like, her and a bunch of um, other female characters are like, but look at his hands. Look at the size of those hands. Yep. God, I want yep. those hands. I, yep. I really resonated with those pages. Hmm. Where it's like, oh, I want to I seem innocent to him, but I just have these urges. <laughs> it's, it's perfect, especially for, like, high schoolers where, like, this relationship is everything to them and there's the, the ups and downs and they lack confidence sometimes, but... They're just, it, it's, it's all nothing. It's just all in the head. It's perfect. It's, it's wonderful. I, I, I ended up reading that because um, the last few heroes we've made have been a little, they've had that sort of edge to them. Like the green hyena, she turned out to not be as heroic and as uh, stalwart as we might have liked. Uh, Stone and Muller Faraday literally crushed their opponents. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, I got to fill my eyes with something a little bit more. Uh, a pillow of a manga, something mm. comfy, something, some sunshine. Yeah, the thing is, you've you've kind of made it out to be dirtier than it really is. It's I'd describe it as one of the purest shoujo I've ever read because the characters are all so sweet yeah. and kind to each other. Mm. So I guess that's what you want from this week's hero: a, a pure yeah. sweet hero. Pure. Let, shall we? Shall Let's we go for see that? about that? Shall we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, we'll go for this pure and sweet hero, okay. and let me tell you how we are going to go about it today. Jade and Josh. Yes. Uh, your host, Dean, has a nice little prompt for you guys. Okay. So this is this is what I like to call like a self-generated hero. This isn't... I'm not clicking a button on a website today. I've not got a list of things. I've not got random numbers. Wait, wait, wait. So this, this prompt has come from your head? Someone else's head. I'm I'm kind of hijacking it because um, uh, I saw this on a tweet and I thought it'd be perfect for oh, our okay. podcast. <sighs> I'm sorry, Jade. I'm sorry. I'll, I, I, I'll create my own prompts one day when I've graduated from prompt university. I'm aiming for that degree, uh, but the, the road is tough. In the meantime, Sam Sykes at Sam Sykes Swears on Twitter uh, tweeted this out and I thought it perfect. He says, your author pen name is the name of your childhood pet and the name of the thing you're terrified of. Oh. How about that? So, who wants to go first? Huh? Huh? Jade? Okay, I'm well, Jade. when you say childhood pet, are we talking like favorite childhood pet, first childhood pet? Most recent childhood pet? Yeah. I, f- I forget we're all young bastards, aren't we? <laughs> Shall we say your most, most beloved childhood pet? Okay. So, Jade? Who was your most beloved childhood pet? Uh, that would have to be Holly, my dog, who recently passed away. Oh, Jade. Oh, what that up, Dean? Jesus. Well, I mean... it ties in nicely with um, what I fear most. Oh, what's that? Death. Oh, my God. Holly death. Holly, well, death is the best what, way what of putting it. What a pure hero we're going to be <laughs> making today. <laughs> well, like, the, the way I describe the fear is more like time running out, not having enough time left to do the things I want to do. But, you know, death is the most final way of describing that. So, Can Holly I, death. What about Holly deadline? Holly deadline. Holy <laughs> shit, that's better. Holly deadline. I'll make a note of that. Okay. All right. 
Joshua, open up to me. <laughs> it is a chip moth's land on my face. <laughs> <laughs> chip. So uh, pick from that what you will. <laughs> is that all one word? Moth's land on my face. Uh, probably a couple of hyphens in there, I guess. Uh, too late. It's one word. Okay. Um, me personally, oh, my favorite childhood j- pet, uh, Jimmy Page. My beautiful Pomeranian dog, Jimmy Page. Technically, you know, he did come into my life when I was 17. I'm counting it. He's a beautiful dog. I'll post some pictures on Twitter. And um, Jimmy Page frogs. Frogs? I hate frogs. Dude, don't even get me started. They're gross. They're gross. I love like, frogs. They're adorable. I, I don't. I don't mind seeing a frog. Okay. In like uh, 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 a zoo, but if I see, if I see that shit like hopping on a road where it doesn't all belong, I'm I'm banging out. I can completely agree about moths. I feel like Jade, you'll hate the idea of Jimmy Page frogs. Worse when we when we move the uh, emphasis of page over to the frog section. Uh, so Jimmy Page frog. So some kind oh. of frog that goes through your books. Now, can you imagine, <laughs> okay. like, just on your bookshelf, and a little frog just appears? Think about how slimy frogs are. Um, oh, the books about... are all slimy and oh, dogged. And, oh. Could you imagine? Oh, horrible. You know what? I'm just going to sit down and just break through a few chapters of Watch. Ah! <laughs> oh, get out of here, page frog. I had an idea about your moth surname, though. Okay. Yeah. You could turn it into like um a hyphenated surname, so Moths Landon. Oh, Chip Moths Landon. I like this. I like how we're sort of whittling down these names into yeah. something that actually is a name. And Thanks, not Josh. Moth Landon, my face. <laughs> I was I'm going to say like Chip Moths face, but Ugh. I I kind of like Moths Landon better. It's almost like um a superhero or two superheroes married to make Chip. And to give birth to Chip, and maybe one was like uh, a, a, an insect-based superhero, and then the other one was uh, uh. Miss Mr. Landon. <laughs> uh, help, help me out, guys, quick, please. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't. Fine, Miss. Um, no, we, Landon. we like seeing you squirm. Yeah, yeah, clearly, squirm like a page frog. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Who who do you guys like in this list? We got Holly Deadline. Chip Moffs Landon and Jimmy Pagefrog. I like Holly Deadline sounds a bit like some sort of racing hero. Yeah, ooh. Despite the fact that obviously it's based off death, Deadline is either going to be something to do with like your homework or some sort of race. Or some yeah, sort of racing, race. R- a racing hero sounds good. A speedster, you might say. Ooh. Oh, What, what pumpkin okay. isn't without its own speedster? Mm. Josh, Yo. the board is in your park. We got ourselves a speedster. Yes. Holly, Holly Deadline. <laughs> That's not to say we can't cover the other heroes, obviously. Oh, oh of course. Chip and Jimmy might may get their... Uh, they, they could even be supporting limelight. characters somehow. For Holly Deadline. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, just Here to go like straight off, just a random go little on. thought. Uh, if we go for Holly Deadline, we have some sort of speedster type hero. But the whole Deadline thing, so we're going to stick with kind of homework. If we're going to stick with homework, then I have to go to a library. What do you find in libraries? Books. Pa- page, frogs. page frogs. You're going to find page, page frogs, frogs everywhere. So there's a nice little one-shot kind of villain where uh, Holly's trying to finish off her uh, homework quickly. Uh, so already I can guess that Holly Deadline's going to be a bit of a teen hero, maybe quite a pure Guys, hero. 
Guys, is this like a high school menagerie going on here? Oh. Is is this a high school not necessarily a high school of heroes, but a high school with heroes attending it? Yes. Like Ooh. you got Holly Deadline, you got you got Holly Deadline, who's like the, the perky up and comer. You got Chip Moffs Landon, who's from the, 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 the dynasty. I was gonna say like, it sounds the, quite like a posh kind of Yeah, I was gonna say he's gotta be like a private guy. school kid. Hmm. Oh, this Holly Deadline character. Sure, she can hmm. she can attempt to do her thing, but I don't think uh, even she's quick enough to pick up these lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Chip. That, that's sorted. And uh, Jimmy Pagefrog can be like the the uh, like some dirty sort of like, guy. S- or maybe like a snotty kind of... And I suppose if they are crawling through books, they probably don't like books. I was going to say some sort of reclusive library person. I was going to say, what if he's the librarian, but he absolutely hates his power to generate frogs at will. <laughs> Is it a bit like that Skittles advert where the guy just turns oh, everything into oh, Skittles? No. But every yes, time that he flicks exactly. through a book, ah, oh, do you know what? I'm just gonna, thank goodness we've finally got this first edition back in the library. I'm going to stick it back on the shelf. Oh no, it's a small. Gri- uh, I can't think of any frog species, but it's, it's a, a small, cane toad. It's a small green frog. Imagine if they came out of Jimmy's like fingers specifically as well. Oh. So if he's trying to enjoy a book, could frog. could Jimmy kind of have frog fingers? Uh, Jimmy can most certainly as in, as in, have frog as in not like you know he's got like a frog's head for fingers. But you know when you like when you used to draw them, they kind of have these kind of weird round the yeah, webbed and the pads. bulbous. Yeah, yeah. He's got kind of like pads, and they kind of leave slime. The slime turns into frogs. Yeah, he's always got clammy hands. Oh, oh sweaty books. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, let's throw Jimmy Pagefrog in the river because I immediately hate him. <laughs> no. He's he's a book ruiner. He hates working in a library. He's doing his the... best. Leave him alone. Yeah. He's pure. I, I think <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Pagefrog is pure. He's the pure oh. hero you asked for. Do you know what? It's, it's that terrible girl, Holly Deadline. She's the problem. She bends the corners of books all the time because yeah. she's just trying to find the research as fast she's as flicking oh. through them real fast but you know like, how, how many times have we had like some sort of speedster scene in like a series where they run and just papers fly everywhere yeah could you uh, imagine, imagine being a librarian in that kind of situation imagine if it's papers and frogs at the same time <laughs> as well that's and gonna be a do you know what the problem is, is that poor old chip moths landon he's trying to do his dissertation he's just about he's just about to bind it suddenly holly deadline runs past Oh. And there's papers and frogs everywhere. He just yeah. can't get anything done. She's a real Dennis the Menace type, I feel. Yes. Uh, but with a good heart. With, yeah, with a good heart. We've got our supporting cast. Jimmy and Chip, <laughs> y- y- they're jumping off the page almost immediately. Somehow, I guess we're just damn good at our job. Pause for effect. And what about Holly Deadline, though? She's she's the star of this um, okay. this comic of ours. Yep. It's her name on the cover. So, who is Hardy Deadline, apart from a, a plucky speedster with a disregard for paper? I think she's obsessed with time, so she has, like, a variety of wristwatches. She has a smartwatch. <laughs> she has an analogue watch. She has a digital watch. She has she a sundial. Has a sundial, I was about to say, yes. <laughs> and they all go up one arm, and, like, it's a constant visual gag whenever she's fretting about what the time is. She'll just pull her sleeve up and you'll see all of them. Can a costume like kind this. of be sundial based? Hmm. What's a 
Josh, no, ho- shut up. What's a sundial base costume? Explain that. Wait, what do you mean? What is that? It could. Well, I can describe that actually. Oh, oh phew. What if, Go on. What if her hair is kind of shaped like you? You know what oh. a sundial is shaped like? Kind of like a triangle. She's got like a dorsal fin. Yeah. <laughs> a dorsal fin was what I was thinking. Think those kind of racing helmets for the cyclists. Oh, that's sort of like slopes. Yeah, like really mm. aerodynamic. But the thing is, she is a walking sundial. She'll just stand still and be like, "What time is it? I'll just check the floor." Or, or maybe she never. Or she she never realised that she could actually just check the floor. <laughs> she she constantly always looks at her hands, whilst everyone around her can clearly see that. Oh, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> see, like this is Holly Deadline seems like a very time based character for someone who hasn't got time travel powers. But I oh, kind of like mm. that. That's mm. a good point. No, 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 no. Let's 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 well, not that, force Well, that being it. said, I mean, how many how many speedsters do we know? Not personally, but um, properly well, that have travelled in time. Literally all of, all of them. All of them. Yes. Yeah, it it comes with the territory. Yeah. That and lightning bolts. People think you can run faster than time. I mean, she go. can. She's Holly Deadline. She's have, faster than anyone. Have you met my friend Einstein? He's got a few things to say on that matter. Have you met my friend Holly Deadline? She's faster than anyone. Well, okay, Jade, Holly Deadline, she is 16 years old, shall we say? I'd say 15, because then that gives you more time. Um, Oh, so wait, I'm thinking British school years. Oh, yeah, sorry uh, to all of our US fans, but we're we're about to drop some sweet UK school terms and knowledge, so you better get that Google ready on your phone. (laughs) Um, Well, what are high school ages like? I, th- I believe I believe in up to eighteen or twenty-one. Mm-hmm. America have like a uh, two years of high school, I think, sixteen to eighteen. Oh, okay. I was just um, going to say know that we, ha- we have cause... high schools over here, but obviously, then they're probably not American style. No, our high schools are like secondary schools, aren't they? Yeah. So that's why I was thinking fifteen, because secondary schools are from what, like twelve to eighteen. Mm. Uh, that like yeah, roughly twelve to all the way to sixteen or eighteen, depending on you, wherever you stay. Okay. Essentially, I just brought it up because you want to have her in school for as long as possible to drag out the story and to make that sweet money. She to can't graduate and you know get a crummy pizza job and work for a newspaper and angst about getting married. That's 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 all Spider Man, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That was the one joke. Of those. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no one buys. No one buys the high school. No, not the high school. The uh, university spinoff as well. No one buys the college years. Mm. <laughs> Holly Deadline, the college years. Ugh. Oh, she's poor. We get it. All right. She's trying drugs. We get it. She's boo. Back to high school. Yeah, let's go back she's to high on school. Speed. Ah, yeah. That's um, it. Podcast over. You're fired. You're you're fired. <laughs> How about I reel you back in by saying that the logo she's got is a sundial kind of... The dial of the sundial? I'm not sure about how sundials are made. Josh, every time you talk about a sundial, it makes me (laughs) smile. Because it's almost like you're not sure what a sundial is every time. I, I, I know exactly what a sundial is, and I also have no idea what a sundial is. You're stuffing that round peg into this square hole. The sundial's dial, the dorsal fin kind yes. of looks like a D. Yeah, I was going to say that would be the dead D for deadline. For there sure. we go. Yeah. Cool. Whew. I agree. I'm back in. Holly Deadline. What does she want to be when she's older? I mean, she's already a superhero. Like, we've got this weird, like, Danny Phantom thing where she's 
Kitsupero. Yeah, get um, my homework finished as fast as I can so I can patrol. There's oh. not enough time in the day for all my hobbies and saving people. Oh, is that a thing? Like, she has... She, like, collects hobbies and she, like, wants to do all these things. So she could probably do, like, loads of extracurricular activities at yeah. school. Mm. She's like Hermione Granger, but without the time, the time turner. turner. Yeah. I'd like her to not be very smart, though. She's got to be dumb. Is, is that why she... <laughs> she... She's just got to be. She's got to be she dumb, man. She doesn't have a choice. She's, she's a, a speedster. Well, because, like, she spends... She's as fast as anything, physically... But she's frustrated by the fact that her t- homework takes forever, no matter how fast she writes, because she can't think fast enough. She to do it. she's a jack of all trades, master of none. Okay, so I had this idea for like a deeper motivation for mm-hmm. all of her speedster stuff, like why she wants to, like, just basically one of her uh, keystone character moments, shall we say? Mm-hmm. So she sort of learns at a young age that she's. She's not too bright, and there's so much in the world that she has to take in. But, like, there's an entire like universe worth of th- things to learn. And so she's trying all of these new things, like everything she can get a hold of, she's trying to learn and master in order to expand her mind and her knowledge, right? So she's got this deadline, almost like there's not enough time for everything. So she's trying to... You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, maybe... we could do quite a nice uh, visual thing. Each issue, um, like in her room, she's got a completely different thing going on. Like, oh, mm. this issue, while she's also fighting this guy, back at her room, she's got loads of baskets because she's trying out a weaving course. And or, she yeah. has a lot of calendars. Yeah, yeah. Or like the next, then the next issue, suddenly she's on to, I want to say pottery, but that's more of a, that's still kind of a similar ballpark to weaving, I think. Sorry, mm. pottery fans. It's so- sorry for that. Archery. There's arrows everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then she can use arrows to save the day. Oh, uh, maybe actually, they can no, relate to her. No, I, I'm wrong, actually. I oh, retract okay. that idea because we should oh. focus on intellectual things because she's bad at those. Intellectual oh, and creative yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Maybe she's trying to learn Latin mm. and that somehow we can use that. This yeah. is why she's at this prestigious high school. Oh. Right? How the heck did she get in then? Um... Well, Sports scholarship. I was just thinking. Oh, boom, boom, Sorry. Boom, boom, <laughs> I wasn't sure if we wanted to go down like some sort of Xavier School for Gifted Kids type thing. Oh. Nah, I hate X-Men. <laughs> heads, heads up, audience. I hate the X-Men. Oh, that's a point. Okay, we've, we've established then that it's a coincidence that the librarian just has f- paper frog powers. Does uh, Moth Landon have powers? Um, is it to well, make moths land on your face? <laughs> it's, it's really on the nose, really. Well, we, I said that he might be from like a a, a hero dynasty, so two heroes marrying and having a kid. Oh right. So he could have like a combination of powers. He may have moth-like powers, maybe wings or just really dusty. Yeah, he could be just like hella dusty or eats cloves. Every time someone bumps into him. Oh. Oh, so so he doesn't. He really doesn't like people touching him. Yeah. But but we don't realise why until like accidentally Holly bumps into him and he pretty much like erupt, erupts into dust. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Watch where you're going, commoner." And he just kind of reforms. He hides it. He hides the fact because he's very snooty, but secretly he's self-conscious. Yeah. Ah, oh, hidden depths. 
Uh, and the Landon part, maybe he has, maybe maybe he's very self conscious about his his deal because he has sort of two half powers and they're not really both fantastic. So maybe he has mild like um, earth moving powers, you know, kind of like earth bending from Avatar, but not. So uh, we're all, well, that's, ah, I know exactly where you're going with this. And what we could say is that his, let's say, his mum is like. TV show Avatar The Last Airbender Earthbender, whilst he is more like the one in the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where it takes about eight people to move a small pebble. I'm legally obliged to give the statement, what film? Uh, in uh, <laughs> being faced with that I like this idea though. He cinema. has powers, but they're fucking shitty. They're so weak. And he's self-conscious, and that and that leads him to lash out at people. It's, it's great depth. Ooh. And okay, so jump ahead because I'm I'm good at this. I'm good at coming up with the good ending for these mm. things. Well, that's um, that's because you're a, a seasoned creator and you know that endings are very yeah. But important. I'm I'm shit at the the middle. That's the thing. I'm good at the beginning, not the middle, but the end. I can nail that. So mm. his powers are really bad and weak. Yeah. Um, but... but when push comes to shove, in kind of the big final fight, whatever Holly deadline's final challenge is. He, he steps in, and even though his powers are really weak, he, he does what he can to help. Because oh. by can, then he's reformed. Can he, like, defend Holly by this villain? We don't know who the villain is currently. It could be an ice villain. Everyone's got to have one. <laughs> Especially if a speedster. Mm. Uh, if you're a speedster, you got to be slowed down by something. Like, so they're about to hit Holly, and then Chip jumps in the way and explodes into dust. Give, <laughs> doing, like, a smoke bomb kind of thing, allowing Ooh. Holly to get up and run away. Oh, I was thinking more like, um, more pathetic. More like, <laughs> if you think Yajirobe cutting off Vegeta's tail in Dragon Ball Z, it's like such a wimp, kind yeah. of cowardly, but simultaneously really brave move. Like, he's really pathetic. He just swipes the tail and fucks off for the rest yeah. of the series, basically. For- forever, yeah. Yeah. I like this. So I something like, like this. really lame, but also just in that one moment, quite brave. Josh, Yo. I think your idea is good, but maybe yes. he just does it in a more pathetic way. Like the way you described it made me think of him sort of jumping in valiantly. What if he just kind of sort of ums and oh. ums about it? No. Like he trips into <laughs> so, it? So, could, could he try and use his earth powers on this villain, but yeah. not? And instead he trips over himself and then kind of falls into the path of said attack. Yes, and then he poofs into yeah. moth dust. Would that be better? I love it. And then he's all like, yes, that was planned all along. And then yeah. he has some, some terrific breakdown where he admits later to Holly, like, oh, no, I, I tripped up. I'm so bad. And then she's all like, no, you helped, dude. It was That was really good. Mm. I, I swear you're about to use it like a, a Tracer Overwatch voice. <laughs> I swear Cheers. I was about to hear that. Cheers, darling. <laughs> the horses are approaching. <laughs> what? Smile. My lawyer-friendly Tracer impression. Oh, okay. Lawyer-friendly. Um, I'd like to go back in time now, uh, as all yeah, we, do. Yeah, we've got an got ending fight. How has Holly got her powers? Ooh. And what really are they? Are they just got to go fast? Or are they uh, s- special magic uh, rollerblades? Again, I'm legally obliged by <laughs> my lawyers here at Bitten Bar Radio Active Podcast to... Put out the idea that she was bitten by a radioactive sports car. <laughs> maybe, maybe, 
Oh, bad idea approaching. Maybe there was some very uh, high-tech test sports car that went a billion miles an hour but used a nuclear engine and it hit her. Yeah, I was going to say a car hitting her sounds like a good thing. But mm. it could be like... Um, I, I know I use a lot of references, but it's the quickest way to convey what I'm thinking. Quickest? Mm. Hey. hey. So... <laughs> think the girl who leapt through time where she like she gets mad crazy injured and then suddenly she's back in time yeah so like maybe this injury could maybe nearly kill holly but it's the first time she uses the power to go back in time <gasps> oh oh you got some it it's the gasp what if, what if the deadline is how long she's got the powers Ooh, oh i like this <sighs> very good very good yes very joshua nice. randall so she um, has some sort of, sort of indication of oh you got you had these this power for shall we let's say like five <gasps> years or something like that oh, in, in, oh how about instead it's by miles Ooh, interesting I had I had an idea I had a thought what, Go. what Jade? okay it's it's thought to be an accident when she first gets hit but as oh. the story goes on it's revealed that she was intentionally hit oh and so Ooh. it's kind of bittersweet because she knows like at some point in the story that she's going to get hit and that's the going to be the end of her story so like a really bittersweet how do i spend my time until the deadline that's why she's furiously trying to learn so much yeah and save people so she to summarize she gets hit by this let's say radioactive sports car because we gotta (laughs) be real bland about this Okay, no, this is serious. We're, we're, a we're radioactive being creative sports on everything car. else, but we're going to go with radioactive sports. Do you know what? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, you had all your good ideas. Like, <laughs> we spent all those. <laughs> we we got ba- to use some of the bad ones. What mm-hmm. if she was hit by a radioactive sundial? <laughs> no, Josh. <laughs> you, of course, you know personally how sundials are very, very quick as they are, but yeah, now yeah, yeah. a radioactive one's just going to be like, ooh, super fast. Just, just glowing a bit. You were going to make a point, Dean. Uh, she she gets hit by the radioactive sports car. What what happens then? Uh, after then, she um, is about to suffer a just a, a life threatening injury when she gets she is like on the other side of the car and she's like, "Whoa, how did I get here?" Oh no, no. I think I'd prefer it if she literally went back in time, and you know she remembers the date on which she's hit. And that becomes the deadline. How far are we putting this deadline? I guess a few years. See, graduation I... day. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, oh, that would be even more bittersweet. Yep. Oh, she could do like a valedictorian speech kind of thing. Ah! Course, yeah. That's very good. That's very good. And I and I look to you, class of uh, two thousand whatever, and I say to you, get ready and go. And then she gets hit by a car. No. She got some sort. She could. Oh, she could do some really like. No, because it kind of going to go a bit. It's going to be cheesy but horrible. But like some sort of like weird time ahead of you. Yeah. Line. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> Horizon line is your uh, your goal. Oh, Holly, you're so pure. Um, before I forget, I had uh, another idea about the uh, side characters. Yo. But can I can I interrupt? Okay, okay. Sorry, I'll, I'll keep it on the Oh, yeah, sorry. We, we, we haven't actually finished off with this radioactive sports car, have we? Go on, go on. Well, we got, we got this idea cube building up. Um, take a number. Um, so I, I'm all for going backwards in time, but I must insist, 
as a creative lead on this project that it doesn't result in um like she knows what's going to happen it's got to be like a fractured timeline we got to be playing you, you by back that, to the future but, rules but, here but wait until when she's about to get hit by the car another holly deadline comes and saves her no that's too <laughs> flash fuck off no veto we're not having multiple earth one billion like this is getting out of hand enough with me okay we're not having this for holly as well it's a fate i don't wish on anyone welcome to the creative process where you fight with your friends (laughs) and yourself over the smallest things fuck off josh we're not having a second holly for saver that's fine but i i agree like it won't be exactly as you expect i'm just Mm. saying that she thinks it's gonna happen like that and then she gets taken backwards in time, but because she's got powers, things are a little bit different, yeah. etc. And I guess that means she would learn about her friends a little bit more because she's trying to uh, live to this deadline, of course. And part of that isn't just learning about things and academia. It's also learning about the people around her and building up those relationships. Yeah. Of course. And don't forget, saving people. It's the same people, of course. She's a superhero. She has to be a superhero, or else we have to immediately bin her off. Um, but she learns about Chip. Of course, Chip is one of the more <laughs> stubborn souls. Like he he doesn't want to let anyone in. He's he's a fragile person himself. Old Moss Landon. And that brings me to the idea that I brought up. Oh, yes. Next in queue. Next, please. So uh, we mentioned that he goes to the library a lot because he's trying to like write his big paper or whatever it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think there's a second reason that he's drawn to the library. Or oh. should I say, the librarian? <laughs> oh, Jade, you got no, a little no, bit... No, no, hear me out, hear me out. He's very fragile regarding his um, dusty skin. He's very dry, he's very self-conscious. God damn it, Jade, you what genius. What if he notices <laughs> the clammy boy in the library? <laughs> and genius, he notices Jade. that... <laughs> He notices that that guy is really self-conscious as well. And one day their hands brush. No, okay, I'll stop there. Please send your Yowie fan art at BBR (laughs) underscore podcast. Um, Jade needs it now. Have we got some sort of combination name for... uh... Hashtag Frogmoth. Yeah, Frogmoth, done. Frogmoth, oh. Sounds sounds horrible. (laughs) Exactly. Hashtag Frogmoth, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I... don't hate it. I like it. The more I think about it, I'm scared. Jade, is this your life? Is this what your brain is all the time? Yes, this is what my brain does all the time. Oh, I... I also think that Holly would be the one to come up with the pairing name for them. And uh, perhaps they help her with her research oh, when of course. she eventually finds out about them. Holly, Holly's going to be very observant now that she's like spending a lot of time with both these people. So she's mm-hmm. going to be playing matchmaker. You got that whole episode um, ready to go down. Maybe that's when she learns she can't force things. No matter mm. when the deadline is, she can't force mm. things to happen how she wants them. Holly, deadline, you just can't do it. With all the speed in the world, you can't rush love. What were you going to say, Josh? <laughs> well, I was just wondering, um, obviously Holly's been hit by a radioactive speed car. Sports car, speed car. That's how cars work, isn't it? They use like speed. Sundowns. They use yeah. That's that's how cars work, and that's what I thought. Um, yeah. But how is a uh, frog moth going to get there? I suppose how does moth land and 
his parents get their powers. Maybe they're somehow involved with the driver of the sports car. Maybe that's Ooh. some sort of Shall we delve concern? further into this? Yes. Let's, let's crack so over who, this. So who is the villain of our piece? Harley Deadline, she is um, someone driven by sort of time and the knowledge that not everything is forever. Ooh. So maybe some sort of um, something to do with like things. Could we have uh, the villain is someone who has had something handed to them very early on, Uh if you get me. So like while she has been working towards all of this stuff, using up all of her time, this is someone who's pretty much kind of been fed with like the silver spoon. I oh. know who it is. Go it's on. It's got to be Landon's parents, right? I guess so. I mean, so we're sort like, of leaning that way, aren't we? Well, yeah. So like, um, I'm envisioning that they don't really love each other. They got together to make Land, um, Moth Landon mm-hmm. chip. Uh, but, you know, he's a pathetic failure, so they're not happy with that experiment. So instead, they go the machine route, but they realize the only way that they can get the effect that they want, whatever this machine needs to do, the only way they can achieve it is by using a car. A radioactive sports car. <laughs> radioactive <laughs> speed, speed car. car. <laughs> speed car. <laughs> Although, this, this works kind of thematically as well, because whilst humans are temporary... Machines are forever, mm. or at least maybe the may, maybe they're trying to create a superhero machine with their name on it that will last forever. Maybe that's their goal. Maybe they want to create something like some sort of great symbol, this great idea that will last forever, and so that his parents, the the Moff Landons, will be remembered forever. And part of that is Chip. Oh, in a mm. side note, can one of their lab assistants be a certain Jimmy Page Frog's family? Yes, absolutely. Of course, because this is a superhero comic, so everyone is literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- it's a tightly woven web. I really like that idea, though, of um, them wanting to be remembered, because maybe they don't learn that it's okay to not be remembered, but Holly does. Oh. Mm. Well, it's something that is going to be forced upon her because Hmm. her deadline is slowly dwindling. It's something that she's having to sort of come face to face with, isn't she? Hmm. And, of course, she's she's trying to take advantage of the power that she has right now. But her final arc will have to be sort of what it means to be remembered, what it means to be forgotten, and just what it is to be humble, perhaps. Ironically, that feeds back into the prompt because my second biggest fear is being forgotten. <laughs> oh. Uh, we could have had Holly Forgotten Girl. Nah. Now, now that... <laughs> no, Holly Deadline. Now, deadlines. please, tw- tweet in your uh, suggestions for Holly Forgotten Girl. <laughs> hashtag Holly Forgotten Girl to a BBR underscore podcast. All I can imagine is some sort of like weird ghost. Holly Forgotten Girl, the forgotten hero. Because it's all about Holly Deadline. It's all about Holly Deadline. We've got to stop being sidetracked. Again, simple sidetracked process. is her sidekick. Yes. Fuck off. No one questioned just... that. That's, no, it's canon now. You can't just do that. You can. He just did. Moving okay, on. Okay, if we're just doing that, sidetrack is uh, a dog and it can 
run. It's got rails. <laughs> <laughs> it's radioactive speed, dog. Next question. Oh, I don't want to ask any more questions. I don't want to. I'm f- I'm afraid of the answers I'll get. <laughs> How do we get into the situation for the ending with uh, Holly facing off against the Moth Landons? How about that? Well, hmm. clearly the Moth Landons have perfected their um machine. their machine. How how does their machine work? Is it like are we now? I know you love the X Men, but uh, <sighs> yeah, are we talking like in terms of the, the great film X Men One from two thousand and one. Oh, you mean Magneto's machine? Magneto's uh, machine that was hidden in the Statue of Liberty. His wibbly wobbly machine. His wibbly wobbly machine. Yeah, but that, the whole point of that machine was to take away people's powers. No, it was oh, to it change. Was. It was to give Do them you powers. not remember everything from? Do you not that remember Senator film? Kelly turning into a jellyfish? Yeah, and then turning it well, just water, wasn't it? That horrific scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. It Sorry, you, you remember power. Senator Kelly, don't you, Dean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I hate X Men. <laughs> for a brief second there I think you're on the right track though Josh um, yes side so, track side track I knew you were going to say that <laughs> fucker anyway maybe uh, Holly tries for that whole kind of time up until the deadline to figure out like when she realises who the machine was made by mm. she tries to figure out what they were trying to achieve and it turns out she is what they were trying to achieve Hmm. So, like, her getting hit by the car was the intent. It wasn't an Ooh. accident. They could be... The, 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 the Moff Landons could be trying to take credit for Holly. Because let's say Holly, in a run-up for her losing her power, she's all like, okay, uh, it's time for me to give something back. And it's that last, like, few months or so where she becomes the most famous in the public, right? Yeah. And at that point, the Moff Landons are like, wait a minute, I can see... On on the back of her on her butt, I can see the car's fucking hood ornament imprint <laughs> right there. Is that scar? I know that and scar. That was our like radioactive speed car. Oh hey, what if <laughs> they also like they fund the school? So during those last few months, they start funding her and her hero activities. Mm. That's when she kind of gets put on their trail. Like that's when she mm. becomes suspicious. Not well, at maybe, first, maybe, obviously. Maybe they could become suspicious when Holly follows Chip and Jimmy on a date. Mm. And they're having to go back to the Moth Landons. And it's all like quite a jovial issue until the end. Everything leads back to the Moth Landons, man. What, what happens at the end? Uh, I don't know. They see the machine or something whilst they're uh, whilst spying on the boys. No, she just finds the hood ornament. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. This is my... <gasps> it's oh, a sundial! Oh. <laughs> she's, uh, she's like... Escorting the boys back to the Moth Landons, and then she notices the car in the driveway. Oh, that could be like a real, like big moment. Oh, it's under you know. a tarp, so she has to have like the big. She just notices this, this sundial-shaped yeah. ornament. She's all like, "Don't worry, boys, we can drive in style." Yanks it off. Big eyes, small irises. Like, oh my god, this is this is the car. Oh, this was is- she gonna like take hijack the car? Yeah, man. Why not? Fucking that makes me rebels. think. Why, why does a speedster need a car? Because you can't carry a young couple on your back. How do you know that? Um, it's fine. She's got sidetrack. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> she she can carry one. Is sidetrack and... going to be like a frigging like Great Dane or something? Yes. And how do you how do you feel about this, Jade? I think he's excellent. Dogs, more dogs in superhero stories, please. We, we need more dogs on rails, really. Yes. I I'm, I <laughs> want to question it, speak. but I fear that we'll go on a like ten minute tangent on sidetrack. <laughs> 
Don't you love how serious we can go in terms of motivation of being forgotten in time, and yet there's a dog who runs exclusively on rails? <laughs> how would that even work? <laughs> like It's a monorail what? city. It's... Is there just trams everywhere? Yeah, it's a monorail city. There's monorails yeah. everywhere. You can't just say... Well, then there's only one track then if it's a monorail city. It, side track, he it runs on tracks. It conveniently runs exactly where it needs to be. Why it, it, it is this so difficult? It creates its own tracks. It's, it creates its own tracks now, so it's, it's going to be like a Spider-Man situation where there's just like web dangling from all the skyscrapers in the city. Guys, yes. I think we're going to have to cut sidetrack. What? How dare you? It's two against oh, one. Sorry. That, that good boy. That good doge. We have them. No, don't don't, don't apologise, Josh. We've we've got the majority. He can't cut him out. Don't. Hashtag sidetrack. Like, oh, side, I guess sidetracks are canon now. Yep. In the Holly Deadline comics. Okay. Okay. So. Um, she d- she discovers the car. She has yep. like a, a revelatory moment. Um, her friends are all like, "Whoa, what? Her, what is her, this?" Her dog is open mouthed. A development. A that you, you do it much better than I do. Um, and she realizes that she has to look into the connection between her and this family, which leads to may, well, maybe they, there's like a little bit of a back and forth. Like they see Holly looking into them, and the, the moth landings are like, nope, nope, we got to stop this right now. I'm going to stop this by shining a spotlight on her. We're gonna yeah, make they step her up famous. The PR game. Yeah, no, mm. not just that, but step up the the PR game so so that she's tracked everywhere she goes. Mm. Or maybe she could like the Moth Landers could start like creating kind of weird super villain types things to try and like just take all of her time until graduation. Yeah. Purely on that. I was gonna say Ooh. taking up her time is yeah. the, the real thing to go for. Yes. Yes. So that she has no time left to look into them. Mm. See, I was going to... Is there a way we can get a little bit more darker with this? I'm no, gonna try... she's a pure sweet hero. No, 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 no. I don't mean like dark as in like, oh, what What if her family was murdered? None of that. She's what still pure. What if Sidetrack was run over? No! no. <laughs> rule one. Okay. Rule one of creating anything. Don't do anything to the fucking dog. Unless <laughs> Never, you want... ever. Don't DO it. Unless you want a lot of yeah. heat. No, that's, no. that's the entirety of JoJo. That's the entire point what? is that. No one is so evil that they would kill a dog, except from Dio. What if, what if Holly Deadline's deadline was extended over time, and this freaked her out? What if her deadline was extended, and she believes that because of that, she now has to be a hero forever, and she sees her life gets snatched away from her because she believes that she has to do this. Like, she has to keep doing this now because she's got these powers. Yeah, her time isn't hers anymore. It'd be like one of those situations where uh, you don't see your friends because you live right next door to each other and you believe you can see them at any time, right? But once you move away, you, you... you aim to try and spend as much time as possible. You, you mm. get you guys. You guys feeling me on this? I get it. I just don't know how well yeah. you can get that point across with this kind of situation. And I feel well, like we kind of had a good, like a pretty tight ending, kind okay. of with the graduation stuff. Although That's that being said, we we haven't actually figured out how it actually ends. Yeah, like, I was going to say we need to. Well, I was going to suggest um, with the previous uh, episodes, what we've done is kind of described 
how they fight a villain. So maybe we could describe how she finally confronts the uh, Mothlanders. Some sort of crazy, quick, oh, here we go. Okay. okay. Um, the Mothlanders have kind of gone all out and just decided to create an entire... Maybe they've used like some sort of kind of soiree as a melting pot of supervillain potential. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> oh, wait. Okay, go. can I add to this? Yeah, go because, ahead. Because the machine is in a, a sports car, they put on the soiree to celebrate like at the same time as, um, you know, like in Iron Man 2, where there's all the fancy people at the races? Like, yes. Yeah, but the like... race track goes around the entire city. Yeah, so it's so a bit, you know, it's like a ritual circle. It goes around yeah, the entire yeah. city, and it's as it speeds up, it's like creating this field that affects the whole city or something. Could could it have some kind of like, it, like suddenly you realise, looking from above, that the city has actually like got a massive spiral. Yeah. Uh, uh. With, with with the moth landons at the centre. Oh, dang! Where the party's at? Although we'll Google Earth, it, it wouldn't be a massive secret, but. Sh- it makes for a good splash page. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't think about them. It could be an underground thing. They could do some full alchemist kind of ley lines. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking, but I didn't uh-huh. want to say it because I've made too many references. This episode. <laughs> Another manga reference. Whoops. Whoa. Bitten by a radioactive reference. So <laughs> it would be like a glamorous Monte Carlo-esque race where all the 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 highest maybe these people have paid for their chance to be a superhero as well that's how it was advertised Ooh. to them on sort of the the down low mm. oh the machine is disguised so uh, holly doesn't know which one is the radioactive speed car hmm. yeah maybe maybe she believes maybe she's trying to fight the deadline and she believes defeating the car will stop the deadline hmm. or <laughs> this is tricky dead dead ends it could be like um, that old Watchmen thing. Uh, spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't read classic a, Watchmen. A giant squid. No, 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 no. The whole, oh. I stopped the car and the moth landons are like, seriously, sweet child, do you really think we'd have put the car out there if that was the way to stop the mm. machine? I don't know. Like, you know, like we've we've already succeeded. It's yeah, too yeah. late type thing. Oh, don't, don't be silly. I did that, what, 34 minutes ago? Yeah, we did that before the race. I, I threw that shit before I entered the room, as I believe Black Dynamite once said. <laughs> no, that car was a prototype. Here's the real thing. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, oh, maybe, like, the whole crux of the comic is that she gets run over in the race. So she sort of has to face her fear and go into the race to stop the car. But she knows it, that... It could be kind of like a graduation party type thing. Yeah. The Moth Landons, who are obviously quite high up in the school, are holding some sort of party to congratulate all the people. Oh, so this left. is so this is where the story starts and ends. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So like that's that, starting on a party. Yeah. Well, to go like episode one, pages one through six, mm-hmm. maybe the comic starts with her on the road in this like this very dark road. She doesn't know it's a road, but she's dressed very fancily. Yeah. And she sees lights whizzing past her, and it's not quite clear that they're car lights it's almost like a like a tunnel of light with like darkness surrounding it and then she gets hit by the car and then it's like oh shit she's in a road and but that is the race and that comes back right at the end Mm -hmm. and that's she has to fake she realizes that like looking at the the race and there she's like okay i know this is it for me but i gotta go in here and save everyone this is my deadline 
but I've got to face it head on. I can dig it. Mm. And uh, she stops the car. She she could, manages could, to stop. Oh, could could she like race the car? But what, why why is she stopping this car though? Because it's the machine that you know the the X Men machine that's going to turn everyone into superheroes. Okay, but how 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 does it turn people into to radioactive widows? speed? It doesn't I, need to make sense. It doesn't need to make sense. Shh, doesn't okay. Need. Okay. We, okay. We, we, we have a character who puts frogs into books. It, it doesn't need to make sense. Okay, okay, sorry. I, I, was, I was trying to be too much of a smart-ass about things. I do apologize. Um, I'll get back to things. Thank okay. you. Yeah, okay. go ahead. So, she's, she stops this car for good reason, and then the Moff Landon sort of smirk at her and say, Kid, that was just a prototype. The real one's making the rounds around the entire city right now. And, and so she's like, oh, shit. And that's when she has to run as fast as she possibly can. Yep. Faster than she's ever run. Because Run, Holly. Run. <laughs> Maybe there's a ring road around the city that this car, this uh, machine is doing laps around. And she's got to somehow stop it. Oh, and that's when, while she's running after this, the, the real one, that's when Chip has his moment. You know, his, I'm going to stop you, mom and dad. And he has his pathetic fallover. Can, can he and his new boyfriend team up against the parents to like? Yes, so... Well, well uh, you know, we'll, we'll hold them off. Frogs! Mm. Oh. Frogs come out of the speech that the parents are giving oh. on the podium. No, oh, do you know what? All rich people have a massive library, don't they? Yes. Mm-hmm. Could, could you imagine that they're, that they're doing this kind of big like monologue and then up comes Jimmy... And it just frogs fucking everywhere. everywhere. Yes, but as long as the first one comes out of the speech papers, that's, yes. that has that, to that ha- happen. Could you imagine this really nice like splash page of like the Moth Landon's kind of looking up, all these bookcases surrounding them, and just frogs kind of yes. flying Raining out. down like a just fucking plague. Just pages and all sorts. Okay, so Jimmy has like the big, I'm going to stop the moment, but then yeah. maybe... Chip's Chip stands up to, to his escape. parents. Yeah, Chip yeah. stands up to his parents. That's when he has his pathetic floof moment. Yes. Uh, maybe... <laughs> well, you can't possibly catch up to the car, can you? Because that, that shit's going like hundreds of miles an hour. No. Maybe, maybe he could try and uh, stop it with his earth powers. Kind of like do a like, nice little speed bump. Hmm. But it's, maybe that it's speed literally bump like is, a bump. It's just enough, though, for Holly to catch up to it. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, you could do it, Holly. Stop my parents! And then the earth kicks up a little bit and the car wobbles, snakes just enough for Holly yeah. to grab onto the bumper. Holy shit, this is actually kind of thrilling, you know, mm. thinking about all this stuff. So she stops the car. Uh, no one gets turned into heroes. She's, I guess this is the deadline. She hasn't been hit by the car again. Okay, here's, here's the dealio. Um, she stops the car and she gets pounced upon by people of the city her friends come in and hug her like yeah you did it Holly and of course Chip and Jimmy manage to drag their corpses along and be all like oh we helped to thank you so much you're, you're a treasure Holly and they're all like oh there's a big friend moment they all laugh and jump up in the air but then there's an engine sound in the in the distance right. there's a, a pair of headlights coming around the corner as they're all gathered on this road it's the parents. They've got the prototype. And oh, guess and who's about to like get a, hit? It's not going to end this way. Type yep. Thing. And guess who gets hit? It's Holly. It's Holly. But she, she does could it. She sort of Could it kind of be like a self-fulfilling prophecy that Holly runs into it? 
Yeah, yes. she knocks Chip out of the way because they're like, yeah. you failure of a son, it's your fault. She sort of like really gracefully knocks him out of the way, like one one to each side, and they're like holding out like, Holly, no! And she sort of like accepts fate and she sort of tilts her head back and closes her eyes. And No, 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 she, she doesn't close her eyes. No, she, she faces it head she, on. She, she, she she's faces ready for this. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. She knew this was coming. Yeah. Sidetracked nice. appears. No! Shoot! <laughs> no! <laughs> no, Sorry, I'm go, vetoing go, that. Go, go, no way. No. Wow, you, you ruined the perfect moment. No, monster. He, he got injured in the previous chapter. He's at home laid up. He got kicked. He got kicked in the face by uh, Mrs. Moth. I'm not letting. Okay, I liked him before. He can't ruin this moment. So okay. she's facing the car head on. Mm-hmm. She gets hit. How does this comic end? She, comic she wakes up again without powers this time. Uh, no. She wakes up. Maybe she wakes up in the hospital. That's too tragic. Mm. Maybe, maybe she. Oh, w- maybe she. Maybe she dreams that she wakes up and she's back to no powers. Well, you have like a whole no power chapter. Maybe not even a chapter, like a couple of pages, and then it actually turns out that she's actually in hospital, and like she was afraid that all of this stuff that she worked towards might have been for nothing. Hmm. But then, maybe she mm. wakes up and she's like lost a leg or something. No, that's mm. no. We're not doing a How to Train Dragon, no, thank you. <laughs> but it's a speed thing. But it's, that's fine. it's too it's too literal. Like you can't run anymore because you have no leg. Like, dude, there's artificial legs. Like. She, if, okay. if, if you want someone to lose a leg, sidetrack can lose a leg. I don't mind. <laughs> He'll be she even wakes, cuter that way. She wakes up in the hospital. She looks around. She's very confused. She doesn't have the the hood ornament mark on her butt anymore. And that's sort of the clue to the audience that things are a little bit different now. Last page, the end. Turn over, back cover. Oh, so we leave it vague. She just wakes up. There's no mark, but we don't mm. know if she's back in time. We don't know if it's current. We don't know if... We just know that she's okay. Which leaves the door open to... Just a minor question. How mm. do we know that there's no butt tattoo? Uh, because she's wearing one of those backless hospital gowns. Cool. So mm, can, okay. can the last page be like a splash where she opens up the curtains and just the the robe is kind of flailing? Yes, yes, Josh. The last Ooh, shot no, no, of our comic wait. can be someone's butt. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, wait. Okay, yes. I agree, I agree, but uh, the reason we see is because obviously all of her friends are there waiting for her to wake up and one of them opens the window and a breeze blows in, a hopeful breeze Yeah. that just blows the curtains gently, blows open her robe a little bit. We see the lack of a mark on her butt, but there's a hopeful breeze and everything's going to be all right. And, and, and then it ends, the final... To go meta, there's like a little frog, little little frog hand, just just comes over the page, <laughs> o- over the the end bit. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I th- oh may- maybe the frog hand can cover the butt. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, we, no. There's just a frog that, hand coming out of the page, and that's it. Maybe we can do some sort of deal where can, with can every- the the frog hand be leaving a slimy question mark next to the end? That's- yes, it can. <laughs> it absolutely can. <laughs> Um, and we'll we'll sort it out. So like a free gift with the final final comic. Free jar is, of slime. Like, yes. Ah, oh, some of that putty where you like you stick your finger in it like farts. <laughs> Either that or like a little spongy frog, or a sundial, or your a dusty very own. frog. A dusty frog. A dusty frog. Hashtag muffrog. Hashtag dusty frog. <laughs> Whew. Okay, we've. Do you know what I think we should do? Actually, I What's think we that? should ask our listeners how they think. Uh, 
Holly Deadline should end. Yes, I agree. I'd love please, to hear. Please send your suggestions to BBR underscore podcast. And please send your drawn interpretations as well of these characters, because I'd love to see more. <laughs> Hashtag oh, boy, I, frog. Can't, I can't wait for all this frog moth fan art. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the sundial outfit. What? What that, is a yeah. sundial outfit, pray tell? We will never a, know because it doesn't uh, fucking exist. It has a dorsal fin. Uh, uh, potentially some sort of... Celestial object casting a light on it. Yeah. All, all the good stuff. Before we wrap up, shall yep. we shall we have the the a nice quick summary because yes, just oh, just God. just to tie a bow on things. How so, do we summarize this girl? Fucking, I don't know. We're going to give it a darn good go though. Okay. <laughs> so we ended up with three names, and those three names were Holly Deadline. Well, Holly Holly Death, Holly Deadline. It 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 went from Holly Death to Holly Deadline. We have Chip Moffs Landon, and we have Jimmy Pagefrog. Jade, who is Jimmy Pagefrog? Jimmy Pagefrog is a librarian uh, in a very posh uh, high school. It, yeah, yes. high school. Who has the power to manifest very slimy frogs from any kind of paper material. Um, but this also means that he is constantly clammy with frog slime. Mm. And he's very self-conscious of this. Yep. And he's, he's a bit of a grump as well. No. I, th- I thought we decided he was grumpy. No. I think he he was going to start off that way, but I think after Chip became a bit more, like, snotty, maybe, mm. he kind of took the more grumpy route. And Josh, who yes. is Chip Moffs Landon? Um, he is the son to a dynasty of two uh, superheroed, super-powered, sorry, uh, scientists, let's say. Um, mm, yeah, why not? The Moffs Landons, who uh, have the powers of one... The, we haven't really got onto it, but the abilities of a moth? Yeah, I think so. They were quite a dusty woman and... Oh, no, dusty man, sorry. Yeah. And um, a woman who can kind of move the earth. Yeah. Uh, he is quite a, as I said, quite snotty, but that's mainly because whenever someone touches him, he pretty much explodes into dust due to mm-hmm. the moth uh, portion of his powers. He's an adorable, self-conscious boy. Yes, uh, his powers aren't the best, so he's seen as quite a failure to his parents. Hmm. And him and old Jimmy uh, strike up quite the bond, let's say. Over their self-consciousness. <laughs> yes. Was that pop your impression of Jimmy conjuring a frog? <laughs> Do you think it would be a sharp pop or like a... A wet pop, more like. It'd be more a, like... A wet pop. It'd be oh. the sound of peeling wet paper off a table. Oh. <laughs> With that very particular texture. That yeah. exactly. But we have our hero, Holly Deadline. She's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but after being hit by a radioactive speed car, she now has a deadline of um, until her graduation to use her powers. She uses them for learning about as much as she can in the world around her, learning new things, uh, trying new hobbies. Uh, becoming an academic success, but it doesn't come easy for old Holly. She's uh, you know, she's not not book smart, but eventually later on down the line, she becomes a superhero, which doesn't go unnoticed by the Moth Landons, who seek to uh, keep her away from the truth and to make sure that she is preoccupied with her own deadline to look into things a little bit too deeply. 
Oh man, that that turned out, turned out pretty good, didn't it? Mm-hmm. That's all right. Yes. Um, and it just leads me to say, thank you so much for listening to our humble little podcast where we we've now come to our deadline. Yes, we have. Yep. How very fitting. Remember, nothing lasts forever, and you, sh- you should seize the day. Make hay while the sun shines. Any more you got to get out of your system, or are we done here? Um, life is a wheel. Um, life is a sundial. Josh. <laughs> Keeps on turning. I, I no, assume. Wait. That's not how they work. No. Or do they? Says expert sundialist Josh Randall. Please, if you could do us a few favors, uh, if you could give us a nice review on uh, iTunes, it really helps with ratings and so such. Um, if you could recommend us to a friend, old school style, just say, hey, hey, I've been listening to this thing, uh, this little podcast about people trying to make superheroes. Um, that would be really great for us. You can also tweet us very nice messages at BBR underscore podcast. We also have, a, have our Tumblr, which is Jade. BBRpodcast.tumblr.com um, Do not forget to also use all of the hashtags that we've used today. Hashtag Sidetrack, yep. hashtag Frogmoth, hashtag Speedcar. Radioactive Speedcar. Radioactive Speedcar. Yeah, we, we really need that, uh, that, boost. that Twitter yep. virality. Yeah. I fully expect Frogmoth fanfic. I'm going to be so disappointed if there isn't any. We're, we're leaving it in your hands, world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I feel like we've, we've, we've added our parts to the world, good or bad. So, we have been Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. I'm Dean McKnight. I'm Jade Sarson. i got to go back to Earth 3, tell everyone about Frogmoth. And I'm Josh Randall, and I'm going to think about a sidetrack spin-off series. You have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bitten by a radioactive podcast is edited by Dean McKnight and Josh Randall. As we said at the end of the episode, it is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and Josh Randall. Uh, we hope you tune in next week, and I really hope that we get at least five pieces of Frogs and Moth fan fiction. Till next week. <laughs>